What's up, you guys? It's Sachi. Uh, it's December 31st, about to be 2019. And uh, before we go into the new year, we just wanted to give you some of the uh, clips of some of our most memorable moments this year. Um, I really hope you enjoy this. Shout out to my boy Joey one time uh, for helping us put this together. But uh, let's get it. Yeah, this is Ish, a.k.a. Woody from Woody vs. Poppy. 2008's been crazy. Y'all thought it was just Chris talking? Happy New Year, man. The one thing I've been talking about, and I'm, and I'm going to preach this all year until someone punch me in the face, and I'm going to punch them back, but they're going to punch me because they're going to be mad because I'm, tell, I'm telling the truth this year. And the truth is, is that all the shit we just talked about, everyone who's at the uh, spearhead of the culture is basically being anti of that. And what I mean by that is the people are basically saying, Chris, we only want you around if you pussy. Like, if we feel like you're inferior to me, you can pull up. But if I think you can be more important than me, if I feel like you, you, you figured it out more, somewhere. if you yeah. figured it out the Da Vinci Code more than I have, I don't want you around. Yeah. And, and the OGs that I knew and people I've studied and witnessed, it never was like that. It mm-hmm. was like, yo, bro, if you got the answer, good. We need you, actually. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like, it's like this. Like, if you're the best at what you do, you shouldn't be mad at someone else being the best at what they do coming around you. That's like LeBron asking for a three-point shooter and getting jealous of the three-point shooter making threes. Bitch, mm-hmm. that's what you asked for. Yeah. Why are you mad that this dude is delivering the goods? Okay. You know? So to put that into a culture, I guess, you know, aspect of it, we got people now who are basically like, yo, I don't want to have nobody around who can outshine my designs. I don't want mm-hmm. nobody around who mm-hmm. can outwrap me. I don't want nobody around who can out-art me. And it's like... It's not the way to do it. Yeah, it's not the way to do it because what happens is if you're if you're frail and you have weak people around you, once you lose, those motherfuckers are gone. They're not going to hold you down at all because if you got strong people around you, once you once you fall, those people are going to keep you up so you never really fall off. I'm going to tell you, oh, and I don't even mean to go on no rant, but... Y'all really are not disciplined enough to really not fuck with the man or to fuck with the powers that be. Because your humor in life is 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 more important than than what's real. Let me give you an example. Whatever you laugh at, Chris, a white person will copy you and laugh at. So if you laugh at some shit in the hood where you know you shouldn't be laughing at it or glorifying it, you think oh, a white person no. going to overlook it? no. They're going to laugh and do everything you do. Yeah, you got to. So when you say, I mean, so when you start promoting no cap, because you know it just sounds so groovy and so ill and so real, and then everyone starts saying no cap, and when you hear a white person say no cap, and you be like, what the fuck is this bitch saying? I can't get mad You cannot get mad. You can't get mad, but it doesn't make it right. It makes it actually more fucked up, because it's like you could never use that word in its purest form, nor could you ever... It doesn't even matter, man. Shout out, because it, it's just, it's, it's, it, puts, it puts you as a black person in such in a bind because there's black enablers, and usually the enablers are people who are not from the hood. Believe it or not, it is people who are not from the hood. I'm telling you, it's guys in the suburbs who've been around black people enough to be able to be black, but still be around enough white people to educate. And those are the ones who go far and try to translate the world but they can't even be comfortable in the toughest environments. But yet they want to say no cap 
and put it in air quotes, and I'm not talking about Virgil. Mm. I'm just telling the truth. The yeah. truth will set you free. Bro, I think it like, just do. Yo, like, you know, yo, it just like, does. A lot of artists haven't. Point. They just haven't um, got to that point where they understand track listing. Like the people that understand track listing make the best albums and the most. They're the most successful because they know how to. I don't know, man. It's like okay, th- this is what I've been thinking about, Woody. I've been thinking about albums and the amounts of it. Like, say if you get a ten track album, and everything is like you know each song is a pretty good amount and like a pretty long amount, and it's probably about forty five minutes or whatever. That's like an equally proportioned meal, you know. That's like something that you can eat and you don't really like you know get full or anything. It's just perfect for you. But then when you get an extremely long album, it's like. It's like a, a full course meal or some shit. You know, you start with this and then you keep on eating and then you don't finish everything. And then there's leftovers and shit and then you got boxes to take home, you know. And I think that, like, say Flower Boy. Flower Boy was a perfect meal. Like, that was like, boom. It was a perfect length, you know. Everything was cool and shit. But, like, say something like More Life. More Life was like, oh, I bit off way more than I can chew. I really don't want to eat all this shit. And that's how certain songs get neglected and that's how, you know certain songs don't pop off because people just don't be having the mental energy to listen to 20 tracks and amigos niggas can't do that shit bro and then when you drop an album like that and then give niggas another album then, then that's just too much you know first of all shout outs to mark jacobs because let's just go ahead and, and, and shout him out because people gonna be like why shout him out yeah. he was the first person to bring men's to louis vuitton and he also was the one who let Kanye create shoes that season. I, I, I forgot what year it was. I don't want to lie to you guys, but um, like that kind of sparked it. If you if you know the beginnings, that definitely sparked everything. If you ask me. But listen, this is what I want to. I want to go back to this Virgil oh, thing real quick. This is what I want to tell people because 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 last podcast I didn't want to drop a gem, but I'm going to do it this podcast. So you, you got it easy this time, Chris. Listen. I want to tell my my people, my black people something. Stop being mad at people because you're not where you want to be in life. A lot of people would say stuff like, oh, Virgil's a dick rider. He got that's how he got as far as he did. Understand something. Everyone can't be you. I'm so happy Virgil's not me. I'm so happy that Virgil looked the other way when Barry and Ian was fighting in Paris because he had this in mind. Y'all motherfuckers wouldn't have had this in mind when keeping it real goes wrong for most of y'all motherfuckers. You cannot sit around and act like you would have had the fortitude to do what he did and still get the same results. No, we understand that at the end of the day, these people aren't looking for people to be the most authentic version of themselves. They're looking for people to pander and and, and cater to their, you know what I mean, storyline. And then they'll give you what you want if it helps their storyline. And I think Virgil understood that and he understands that and he's going to play that as much as he can because he deserves to and then too because he's comfortable doing that if you're uncomfortable doing that don't judge him for doing it though it doesn't make him a bad person because you wouldn't have did it and ultimately he's making it more comfortable for you to be you because who else is going to play t-shirt by Migos acapella on the runway no one else is going to do that who else is going to play an unreleased Kanye West song at a certain, you know, at a certain venue or a certain, you know, in a certain vibe. Who else is going to do that? You're not going to do that. You don't have that access. He does. 
And he, as much as he's not hood, and as much as he might appropriate his own culture and say a word like no cap, even though he never would say that, he's going to introduce your story to other people. And yes, they might fuck around and appropriate it, but that's where you come in and you let these people know, hey, this person might have introduced you to something, but but that doesn't allow you to fucking run with it and act like it's yours. Let's let's educate people, you know, but you need figureheads like him sometimes. You know, you really do because he furthers along certain things that people like Kanye West couldn't have did. And I think Kanye understands that. So people need to also stop saying shit like, yo, I know Kanye salty that Virgil yeah, is the that, crew that wrote the Louis people Vuitton. people gotta realize, you like, know what bro, I mean? like, like, everything that happens isn't just, like, an instant thing. You know, this was all a chain of events, like, and it all started with Kanye. Like, bro, this nigga, like, everybody we've talked about, we just talked about Don C, he got his own shoe with Jordan, you know? We just talked about Virgil Abloh becoming the fucking head of Louis Vuitton's men's, you know? And these niggas were just Kanye's friends. Like, bro, Virgil went from creating album covers and being made fun of in South Park along with Don C. To, like, to, to that point, you know? Like, you got to realize that nigga put them in that, that place so he can never be mad. Leave that weirdo shit to internet kids like Trippy Red and them, you know? Like, those weird really beefs for, that we don't I'll talk about really on Woody vs. Poppy. Those motherfuckers is, like is weird. Why he always look real pale like someone like stealing a life force out of like his body? Like SpongeBob when he got the suds. Yeah, not just that. He no, looked he, like if Lil Wayne had like a, a child with like a a, a, a like, white lady. He, he and looked really Lil Wayne's weird. child became an albino. You know, what, you know what it he is? He looked like bro? So a lot of weird shit. I'm about to roast nah, his ass. It's just that it's, but no, no, no. This, this is what I wanted to talk about about Atlanta. Okay. So there's been a big, big discussion recently about who created trap music. And a lot of people are saying that Gucci Man created trap music. A lot of people are saying that, you know, trap music was always a thing and that T.I. just coined it. And then, like myself, I say that T.I. created trap music. Now, why do I say that? Because before trap music, Woody, am I wrong or am I right? Before the album Trap Music by T.I. came out, trap music was not the name of the genre. Was it or was it not? So the person who created the NBA is the is the most known for it. Listen, you're making a great point. You're absolutely right. So I'm gonna let you finish your point. Go ahead. So, so I'm gonna just say I'm gonna just say no. Okay. Trap music was not a genre, but it wasn't a genre when Ti made the album. It was just an album name. But look, you see, I was alive and well, I know, and that shit was not a genre. I know it wasn't a genre, but what people say is like, who created trap music? Like. He was the first person to say trap music. And what people don't understand is that trap music really isn't necessarily about the beats, even though it is very like important. Trap music was about niggas rapping about selling drugs on songs. And if you listen to I'm Serious, and if you listen to trap music, and if you listen to Urban Legend, those are all trap albums. And if you listen to the first TM, like, you know, the first few TMs, like, you know, TM 101, a a classic trap album, that's a trap album. But it doesn't necessarily sound like modern trap music because the greatest trap artist of all time, Gucci, changed all of that shit. But I was trying to explain to people that I disagree, though. You think that you 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 disagree? I I disagree. I'm definitely going to add a link or definitely going to like have to post that. Repost that. You remember that trap family tree I made? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to post. I still have the video. Thank God I do. I'm gonna have to drop box. But look, let me ask you. But look, let me ask you this. So you're trying to. So I mean, like in my opinion, I think that 
the most influ- influential rappers in terms of like you just all said the on the last podcast. No, 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 no. You just said on the last podcast that niggas wearing snowman. You're not letting me finish. I'm saying the most influential Go rappers ahead, that, that nigga Gucci put on. The fuck, Gucci put on OJ the Juice Man and Gucci put on Waka Flocka, who are easily. Why are you? Two, Hold on, why are you acting like why are you acting like he didn't put on a thousand rappers as well? I understand with that. that, but you have to realize that those two people are some of the most important rappers in terms of like modern flow. No, they're not. Okay. Okay. So you're trying to tell me that OJ Juice Man is not as important as the Migos anymore. So are you no, trying to tell me not. that OJ the Juice Man basically wasn't Playboy Cardi, but in two thousand nine? No. Hey, okay. Like he he started that whole a shit, bro. Like, come on, bro. Niggas definitely have evolved off of his flow. Like, you cannot deny that. And Waka Flocka because it wasn't just his flow. Okay, okay. He wasn't the only person doing ad libs. The first person who made ad libs big is who? We not talking about ad. We talking about a. Bro, we're talking about ad libs because after that, Lil B ran. After that, Lil B ran with OJ the Juice Man's ad libs. This is all in my trap family tree. You know what I mean? With the swag, whoop, whoop, and all that, and and you know, it, it could change, it could transform to other things. You know what I mean? Like technically, Playboy Cardi gets his ad from Uno the Activist. Uno the Activist be like, wah, wah, you know, and they're cousins, so that shits go hand in hand. Who knows which one of them started it? But to, I mean, from I mean, from my vantage point, it looks like Uno the Activist. So look, let me just butt in real quick and let me tell you how I feel like this is. This is a three legged race, okay? T.I. is the most black and white on paper. So T.I. is the person to basically the smart guy who, who's, who's, who's the type to fuck around and get trap music like uh, patented or something like that. Or he'd get it licensed. You get what I'm saying? Get it licensed. Mm-hmm. Jung Jeezy was literally the, 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 he's like the chemical perfection of trap music because he's the literal like consumption of commercial success. Based off talking about drugs You know Yeah shout out to now, the snowman shirts Exactly Like I think he pushed Trap music for, Like further than anyone As a commercial success He did Because He was all trap T.I. was a little party He was a little Everything You know what I mean Young Jeezy was all trap All trap yeah. <laughs> If it's taking too long to lock up Bring it back you were short anyway, so bring a stack. Like, he was all trap. Gucci Man was not as skillful initially to the masses as Young Jeezy, but his style is a lot more... Modern. No, a lot more copied because it's a lot easier to take his style, list, you know, his style, and he was more loyal to the, I mean, to the producers, Zaytoven and... A couple other of the producers who basically made the trap sound aesthetically with the beats. So because of that, Young Jeezy, I mean Gucci Man, pardon me, has the most kids. That's why there's no rapper who raps like Young Jeezy. There's no rapper who raps like Ti in the game right now. But there's damn sure a bunch of rappers who rap on Gucci Man beats and do things the way Gucci Man did. Also, Gucci Man made people have the work ethic of a trapper and put out an abundance. Of Boo Boo Ass Records Shout out to Future Nigga put out mixtapes just to breathe Shout out to Migos who could put out mixtapes any day Shout out Pee Wee Longway Shout out Hood Rich Pablo Shout out Drug Rich Peso You know what I'm saying Shout out to all these rappers So ultimately it's a three It's You know it's a three You know it's, it's just like different lanes to it Bro this is what I think bro 
simulation is social media. And why I say that is because there's people... Yeah, but you got to remember, but social media wasn't wasn't back, wasn't around yeah, back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't around back then. But it's like social media has taken the place of just like TV and shit. Because everything that we would get, everything that people would consume and stuff came from television and radio, you know? So like... In my like the the visions of beauty and all that shit that came from TV. Now that comes from Instagram. It's what we consume, and I feel that there's a lot of people that go on Twitter and they read shit and they base their life off of that and they keep on living in this loop of basing like all of their you know shit off of st- stuff they see on the internet and they don't use the internet as a tool because they've always had it, you know. So there's people that are living in the simulation. There's people that are trying to get out of the simulation. I'm in that place right now. And then there's niggas that are out of the simulation trying to get people awake. That's how I'm looking at it right now. It's making a lot of things more easier for me. And it makes me understand a lot more things. Like, you know, a lot of things, uh, I guess, in a simpler way. Because when you see those people that get on Twitter and, like, they retweet the same shit every single day, like, you know... On some like I'm about to lay low and get my shit together. Like people take that stuff seriously. They live by that. And when you're controlled by like something that is tweeted off of a random Twitter account, bro, you're in the simulation. You're looped in. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm trying to get into one of these little worlds, man. Cause some of these people be acting like motherfuckers invisible. You pull right up on them, all of a sudden they gonna act different. You know. There's a couple people out here be acting like they're invisible. They know who they are. Yeah. I ain't talking about no females, neither. It's just it's just different networks where people want to act like things and people are invisible until you pull up on them and all of a sudden you ain't invisible no more. Mm. You know? And that's another deep talk me and uh, mm-hmm. Josh was having for another day. Yes. You know? But I will say this, though. If you out there and you're trying to be great, you got to keep going. You can't stop. Can't stop. And, and this is shit that make me mad, bro. Niggas getting mad at Kanye West for saying that slavery was a choice shit. And then five minutes later, they on Twitter making a whole hashtag, making jokes about if slavery was a choice and shit, making all these fucking jokes and stuff. Like, dude, what? You can't do that. Like, I hate this society that we live in right now where people are just so selective about things that they get mad about. And Kanye West is just one of those people that is affected by it the most because a lot of people don't see beyond the front and, you know, they're just taking what they're given. You know, they're in the simulation and shit. <laughs> you, you, you damn right about that. So I feel like and this was my question. Again, I asked the great Reggie earlier. There's people who have history in their countries. Because you know I like some some black people don't want to leave America because they feel like all my history is here. My grandmother was here. My great grandmother was here. I'm from Florida. I'm from Chicago. I'm from Detroit. I don't want to leave where I'm from. But you have Asians who've been living where they've been living since the beginning of time who will leave that motherfucker to come to America to open a Chinese food store. And they won't, and, and and they'll love back home, and they'll visit back home, and they'll send a lot of money back home. But they'll live in another country mm-hmm. for the sake of progressing so, themselves. So would you think that you know, and progressing their that, immediate uh, family, progressing? Oh, wait, are you saying that like would you think that black people should leave America? 
I think black people think they're more American than the actual Americans do. Like black people are into America more than I think they should be. Well, you I know, think well, you know, all okay, people this is one thing are I into say. America off, more than they should be. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, shout out to Phil. Uh, uh, Phil yeah, just said like, that's the we've thing. Been, like, we've been, we've been brainwashed to believe we, we only have a chance here. Like when you're like, bro, we don't have any. Like we're the capital of everything. Basically, it's like I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But when you go to another country, you're an immigrant there, no matter what. So why wouldn't you want to go there? It just seems like we're caught in a really. It sounds like a really bad relationship. It sounds like I mean, a abusive relationship. It's hard because just, just like you're you saying, gotta, and people just don't want to leave. You know, it, because the abusive relationship seems like it's better than other people's relationships. Like some people sound like I'd rather be like, abused bro, in America go, than not like, be used in South Africa. I couldn't really see myself leaving America until I until I'm established here. And even if I leave America, I still would have to have property here or something like that. Like, I, but at the end, of, it's not it's not the game. Yeah, but see, that sounds like that's the game. I mean, like, bro, that's the game they if, want if, you to play. If that but because what if you don't get established till I mean, you're forty? Some shake, but it's it's just realistic. It's just like I'm just thinking right now, realistic. So you like, trying to hold left, back on your life? You know, the country, to traverse like, the world. I mean, I fuck with America. I ain't gonna front, bro. That shit fire. It's so funny we talk about this, right? It's so funny we talk about this because one of my blood relatives, my uncle, one of my uncles, Chris, I've never seen him in real life as a grown-up or even as a teenager. I don't remember him. I'm friends with him on Facebook. Chris, this guy lives overseas. He's a basketball coach overseas. He he hasn't lived in America in like 40 years, and I'm so serious. Like literally, That's he does dope. not live in America, bro. He moved overseas and he never looked back. He came when my grandmother died, and he came when my auntie died. God rest the dead, Auntie Ronnie. And I got to catch up with him via Facebook. But, but, yeah, but the, bro, but he does I not live in America. I, I know that I don't have to. You live don't in America, have to live in but America it's hard for a person se. like me that has the interest that I have. Like, I don't see myself leaving anytime soon. Well, as a yeah, but I'm not don't. talking you really about don't. you. I'm talking about you humans off, in general. Man, but it's just, you don't it's have to live Stockholm effect, in man. America. Think that, like we're the best, and this is the end all, be all. Well, that's not Stockholm effect, big fella. That we're the best part. No, that's some bullshit that has been systemically tossed down to everyone who lives in America, and people who've been oppressed here and built this shit up are believing it as well. It's like, hey, we're going to treat you guys bad. We're not even going to consider you as full humans for most of your time being in, being on, on this soil. But by the way, you could be anything here. So stay here. What? That don't make no sense. Why would I stay in a bad relationship? Unless I'm willing to deal with the consequences. So that's what I'm really getting at. A lot of people I'm calling bullshit. I'm, I'm going there. I'm about to tap in. I'm locked and loaded. I don't give a fuck. Bro, I'm telling the truth, bro. Human beings have to do better, bro. When the, when they said the world was going to end on December 20, whatever, whatever, right? 
What the fuck was people saying? Oh, the world was going to end at this time. So what? The world was only going to end on that time, on American time? You know what I mean? Only in America? So what about in Japan when it becomes that time way before us? So did they perish before us and, and we couldn't reach out to them? No, nothing happened because the shit was fucking fake and everyone revolves everything around their time. When people say the world is coming to an end, the motherfuckers is talking about America. When you watch movies and they tell you the world is ending, they don't put no motherfucking big asteroid or some crazy shit hitting the middle of the earth or something. That shit always coming for America, oddly enough, as if America is the epicenter of life. These motherfuckers done really put it in people's head that America is the world, and it's not, bro. There's stuff going on right now that has nothing to do with anything American at all. At all. Like, you got to think, bro, India has their own Hollywood that has nothing to do with what we have going on with their own awards, their own accolades, their own superstars, their own B-listers, their own A-listers, their own C-listers, their own everything. And they could give two fucks about comparing it to America. They have their own thing. Their own thing. There's so much going on outside of this world and people... I feel like when you talk about things outside the world that aren't like based in their comfort zone, they immediately turn you off and act like you're talking about something that is invisible. What are you talking about? This world is not just yours. It is for everybody. It really is. Mother nature is not exclusive to America. People really act like that. People do it on small levels. When it rains where they at, they think it's raining everywhere else. When it's snow where they at, they think it's snowing everywhere else. When they going through something, they think everybody going through it. No, man, you got to get outside of your bubble and realize the world is much steeper than what you believe in. There's there's certain places on this oh, earth, yeah, certain sucks, condiments are LA, not no even favored. You know what I mean? No, 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 no. No, honest, see, no, shut up. Stop saying it sucks and understand that it's a different environment. It's a different environment and it needs a different threshold. And people don't see that and they don't want to see that. All I know is, and I got to throw this in, yo, I don't fuck with privileged people. Check your privilege. Don't come around me with that privilege shit. Don't talk to me acting like that privilege is going to motherfucking... Is gonna wear on me, bro. Don't I don't care, bro. I don't care. I'm sorry. I know I'm just I'm 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 breaking. I'm so no, mad. No, no, it's okay. I'm just, is I really don't like. I don't like when people want to. Oh, it sucks. They don't want to acknowledge it, sucks, it. It's like it's okay. It if sucks, you have bro. It. And this is the reason why people are so pissed at Ye. And this is the reason why I'm not pissed at him because he said things that I'm used to hearing or used to. Understanding that other people feel I don't got to feel that way But I just hate being oppressed bro mm-hmm. I'm young and I'm black And I'm trying to make it happen And there's people who are in front of me And trying to block me And trying to not make me be successful Because they want what I want Because they're bored Not because they really want it I had to really want something to get it They had to kind of want something to get it Like yeah maybe that's, I don't think that's fair do this. And, and, and I don't want it to be fair But I also don't like it and the reason why I'm comfortable with this pain is because I understand there's people who fought for me to be able to have this least this small amount of pain, like rather than the heavy dosage of it, you know, because I don't think I would have been able to go through what the people in the past went through. 
you know yeah, and maybe someone been, will feel like, like that a black nationalist in the 70s and maybe someone and maybe someone will feel like that in 200 years they'll feel like what we went through was something that they could have never went through mm-hmm. hopefully it gets better but man it's so trash right now i'm talking about right now in this very day um well it's one o'clock we we up real nigga hours but on on may 3rd 2018 i do not like the scenarios that I, I have to fight against every day. I fight them very good. I look handsome doing it, but I don't like it. I don't like it. You know what I mean? I don't got to curse to say that. I don't got to get angry to say that. I really just don't like it. And if you're sitting around and you know that you have privilege and you're trying to oppress me with it, please stay away from me. Because it seems like all geniuses walk that thin line of going crazy and having a breaking point because their brains or a can have... Because their brains can get too far ahead of themselves and they can get emotional with this logic. And emotions do make you do things in the moment. And this is why people, as bad as it sounds, commit suicide. And this is why people have mental breakdowns like Martin Lawrence. And this is why people want to kill a motherfucker. Because it, it's just all bad. It's all bad, man. It's all bad. I, I, it's, it's all bad. It's not cool. I really, I really don't like it. And I'm glad that I, you I, I, get, you know, to say this stuff on these podcasts because there's a lot of kids that listen to this man that may be privileged and haven't checked themselves because of the words that we're saying on here. They get to improve themselves as a better person and a more productive, uh, you know, contributor to society. Bro, I'm telling you, man, canceling culture is trash, bro. I think, like, the, the first artist that truly made me understand that canceling culture is trash is, like, I know you're going to be like, bro, fuck, fuck him. A 6 9 Like, bro, that nigga definitely got, like, canceled before anybody could even, like, understand what happened. And even the people that didn't understand what happened, you know, like, don't understand why that happened. And there's, like, this canceling culture. And it's like, bro, like... If 6 9 get taken down, man, I can understand. He got convicted. You know what I mean? But, like, <clears throat> at the end of the day, bro, he shouldn't really get taken down. Like, because if you're going to take him down, like, <clears throat> there's going to be so many people that you do have to take down. And if you take down people that aren't convicted, how are you not going to take down people that are? Are you going like, to take down Michael Jackson? It's it's just it, see it starts a fucking rabbit hole. You know who they it's gotta like take at down? The end of the day, you gonna like bro, niggas gonna have to take it out all the Beatles shit. Anything with John Lennon on it, he a wife beater, bro. Pete, he beat his wife. <clears throat> they gotta they gotta take down Solange. She beat. Man, yeah, Solange. Yeah, she was abusing Jay Z. She man. beat Jay Z on camera, <laughs> on camera. She gotta get taken down, right? Like got to. Gotta get taken down. Everybody gotta get taken down. Bro, all those all the seventy soul singers, they get taken down. Every seventy soul singer was a scumbag, bro. That oh, nigga, yeah. that nigga David Ruffin, he beat a girl up till she was blind. That's a yeah, factual uh, story. Shout out to Dexter. All of them, bro. Everybody has to get taken down. So yeah. I think uh, one of my other favorite theories is that LeBron James was like genetically altered by Chris Bosh. Um, Chris Bosh is like a computer science major. Like, <laughs> time out, like, time out, time out. You're saying this with a straight face too hard. Stop, stop. <laughs> You're oh, so serious. Me. You're so serious. Oh my goodness. You're so serious. Oh my goodness. Keep going, please. You're so serious. 
Bro, come on. <laughs> You're so serious. Never been injured. Why LeBron never been injured, bro? Because oh as soon as he goodness. called, you get a new fucking OS update by Chris Bosh, bro. Oh, my I, goodness. I what? I've never. <laughs> oh, my God. Yo. Bro, remember Chris Bosh talking about being a computer science major? I mean, I've heard that before, but just putting two to two together, I'm I'm telling everybody that now. That is crazy. And it says Bron Bot. <laughs> Hip-hop would not be the number one genre without Lil Wayne at all. Let's just keep it a buck, Saji. There would be no hip-hop being the greatest genre right now without that Lil Wayne push. That Lil Wayne push was bigger than anything Jay-Z did, anything Kanye West did, anything that any hip-hop group did, anything. His influence was so big that he birthed the next generation of the biggest rapper, which is Drake, and one of the biggest female artists of all time, which is Nicki Minaj, bro. That alone might be like the tip of the spearhead that led his way into making hip hop the number one genre. You know what I mean? Thank you so much for listening. 2018 has been an amazing year. We're just uh, ready to make 2019 an even better one. Thank you all for listening and supporting. Um, we wouldn't be here if it weren't for y'all. So um, yeah, thank you guys and please have a happy new year and live it up.